Welcome to Torah Talk, a program that challenges 2,000 years of misunderstanding and neglect of the Torah, God's law. In this show, we will be threshing ideologies by examining these scriptures in their Hebraic contexts. Our goal is to separate the wheat from the chaff, the truth from misconception. This program is sponsored by The Harvest, a Messianic Charismatic Congregation in Thornton, Colorado. Shalom, lovers of the Torah, and thank you for choosing to listen to Torah Talk. I am your host, Pastor Mark. It's great to be with you. In this podcast, I'm going to share some thoughts on Passover. And I'm going to be working primarily with a few passages out of Exodus chapter 12. I'm, I'm going to be using the uh, JPS translation. Uh, I think you'll enjoy it, and uh, thank you for joining me today. Uh, the passages that I'm going to choose out of Exodus chapter 12, even though there are a few of them, uh, they are blockbuster passages that are pretty much ignored today due to their obvious allusions to the J-man. But we cannot eliminate the Word of God. Moses was very clear, and he leaves no basis, or leaves no room for the basis of our ancestors' exclusion from the wrath of God's justice against a sinful and evil society called Egypt. There was only one way to escape the wrath of God that came to Egypt. If you did not do this you and your family would have experienced the wrath of the living God. Keep in mind that this is a midrash and not to be construed as a doctrinal statement or theological treatise on the subject. It's far too brief. I'm simply wrestling with the passages to better inform you as well as myself, and I reserve the right to change my mind on my ideas as I grow in the grace and knowledge of Messiah. So let's talk about Passover. (coughs) Excuse me. So Passover is this 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 event. It's a memorial. It takes place every year, um, and and we've been celebrating this for nearly thirty five hundred years, and it is culminating, of course, in today's uh, Seder meal, which builds on all of the traditions and insights and revelations that are tied into this Exodus chapter twelve passage and the wider context, of course, of the book of Exodus itself. And the Seder meal, of course, is going to take place on the 14th day of Nisan all around the world in 2018 uh, as it transitions into the 15th day of Nisan. Uh, This event called the Passover, it marks the beginning revelation and unfolding of God's plan to redeem and save all who are willing from his coming wrath against a rebellious and truly evil world. So Egypt, 3,500 years ago, is kind of the paradigm to understand the great plan of salvation, and also to understand that God will judge sin. Ultimately, he's going to judge this world. And what took place on the micro and the natural in in Egypt 3,500 years ago, well, it's going to be a big replay on a much grander scale um, as as God ultimately uh, brings to a conclusion and, and eliminates evil within our world. So it's important to understand this event and to have a frame of reference for the greater and spiritual exodus from sin and shame that God's going to provide through Messiah. So on that note, let's look at the text briefly and catch the central feature as it relates to Messiah. So God has commanded them, each of their families in Egypt through Moses, he tells them, take a lamb for yourselves on the 10th of Nisan And then on the 14th of Nisan, you and and your family, the entire community are to slay the lambs. 
and you're to take the blood of the lamb and you're to put it on the doorposts and the lintel of your houses. Um, and God says in that night, which is going to be the night in which he brings the 10th plague to Egypt, and it's a horrible plague. It's the plague of death itself. This is what he says. And this is from the JPS translation, Exodus 12 and verses 12 and 13. It says, for that night, I will go through the land of Egypt and strike down every firstborn in the land of Egypt, both man and beast. And I will mete out punishments to all the gods of Egypt. I, the Lord, and the blood on the houses where you are staying shall be a sign for you. When I see the blood, I will pass over you so that no plague will destroy you when I strike the land of Egypt. And so God, in his great love for his people, tells them, take a lamb, slay it on the 14th, put the blood in the doorpost of the house. When I see the blood, I'm going to pass over you. And I will protect you from the, the, the angel of death, of this plague of death that's coming to Egypt as a judgment against their sin and shame. He says, I will spare you from that. You'll escape the wrath that is coming, my wrath against sin and shame. And it, it, will, it will not come to you nor your household. Why? Because you obeyed me in slaying the lamb and putting the blood on your doorposts. Now, now, you know, if you catch this, and I'm sure you are, the idea is, is this, that the basis of their salvation in Egypt was their faith in the blood of the lamb that they put on their houses. Their faith in the blood of the lamb is what saved them. Their faith in the blood of the lamb exempted them from the wrath of God that came against Egypt for their great sins. So they were spared. They were saved by faith in the blood of the lamb. That's huge. When you think about it, that is like, that's a big deal. And, and today in a lot of circles, uh, the, the satyrs today, depending on which satyr you would attend, many satyrs don't, they don't mention this. They don't focus on this. This is something they don't really spend a lot of time on. And the reason is, is the allusion to the J-man. That's right. Jesus, Yeshua, the Messiah. He is in fact the Lamb of God. He is the fullness and the fulfillment, really, of the imagery of the Lamb in Egypt. In fact, John the Baptist, who's considered the greatest prophet, according to the Messiah, when he sees Jesus, this is what he says to his disciples. This is uh, John chapter 1 and verse 29. John speaking here, or this is about John. It says, The next day he, John, saw Jesus coming to him and said, Behold, the Lamb of God, who takes away the sin of the world. Now, when I think of Passover and all that happened in Egypt and how they escaped, God's people escaped. They were excluded from the wrath of God because they put their faith in the blood of the lamb. I mean, I, I get the imagery. It's, it's this, it's the sacrificial lamb that provides this substitutionary atonement for their sin, thus sparing them from the judgment poured out on Egypt. And the rabbis are right. The sages are true in what they say. They, they, they say that the first Passover is in the natural. It's the physical realm. And, and we have a picture of this great salvation that takes place in the natural. 
But that is the point is forward to, to Messiah, that when Messiah comes, he will give us a greater deliverance and, and a much greater exodus from the spiritual nature of sin and death, that there's a greater exodus that's coming and it's culminated in Messiah. They looked forward to Messiah. And I want to say Messiah came. He was Yeshua, son of David. He is the Lamb of God. And it's in him that we have this exodus from our own personal sin and shame. It's remarkable in every way, the connecting points. And, and I don't think you can get around it. I, I, I think it's true. Jesus is the Lamb of God. Even he said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. So your situation, your Seder, what you're doing this year, does it take into account the J-man? Does it wrestle with who Jesus, the Messiah, is? That he is, in fact, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world? That in him we will escape the coming wrath of God against sin and shame in its ultimate sense? In that great white throne judgment where God holds everyone accountable, the living and the dead, for their sin. What will your reasoning be for why you should be excluded from God's judgment and justice against sin and shame? What will it be? I know what mine is. The J-Man. Jesus, the Savior. Jesus, the Lamb of God. I've put my trust in his blood poured out for me as an atonement for my sin. I encourage you to do the same thing and experience this year the great salvation of God from your own personal sin and shame. He truly is the Mashiach. He is Messiah. He is the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. May you embrace him this year in your Seder. It will be a Seder that you'll never forget. And so I'll leave you with those thoughts and and uh, wish you and bless you in this upcoming Passover uh, memorial. May it just be wonderful and, and, and meaningful in every way. Well, that concludes our program for this week. And a special thanks to our great King, Yeshua the Messiah, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. And to you, our listeners and supporters, for making this podcast possible through your prayers and financial giving. Thank you. Know that in your prayers and giving, you are partnering with us as we advance the kingdom of Messiah in Israel, the United States, and throughout the world. We are a highly rated and listened to Messianic podcast on iTunes under the category of Judaism. Subscribe now. Pray with us. Give financially and share the vision and power of this podcast with everyone you know. Baruch Hashem. Blessed be the name of the Lord. I'm your host, Pastor Mark, and until our next show, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace in the name of the Prince of Peace, Yeshua the Messiah. Shalom. Torah Talk has been brought to you by The Harvest, a Messianic Charismatic Congregation located at 8891 Hose Boulevard in Thornton, Colorado. Your host has been Pastor Mark McClellan. Join us for Sabbath services at 1 p.m. next Saturday afternoon. For more information, please call us at 303-761-9948 or visit our website 
at www.graftedin.com. God bless you and shalom.